You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Nate Christian, Phil Porkman Simmons, and Chevin Nooney. Gentlemen, how are we today? Porkman, how are you today, man? I'm great. It's freaking Tuesday. I'm chilling with my boys, talking some fantasy. Had a great week, even though the Eagles got embarrassed on Monday night. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I could tell that was Mikey on at his TV yesterday when Quez got that bumper. No, that's not. That's the guy that disappeared in Washington on the bus trip. No, I know who that is. Big Mike. I'm I'm pretty sure he was yelling. We all know who Big Mike is at this point. Don't worry. We know Big Mike. Actually, I was not yelling at my TV yesterday during the Washington game. I was doing podcast prep for this show because I wasn't able to do it over the weekend. I was away on my anniversary. Um, I was texting Mike, and then in the fourth quarter – the very end, I stopped texting Mike. I was like, I'm just going to let that guy be. It's okay. I I don't get as mad about it as I used to because, you know what? Here's the thing. Me getting mad and elevating my blood pressure will do absolutely nothing to affect the outcome of the game. It yeah. is not worth it. It's true. He's got a good point. The only thing that I will say is if our quarterback was truly a baller, would have found a way to win the game. All uh, I want to say. Three touchdowns. Lamar Jackson would never. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish I could say you were right. Well, my team scores uh, 30 points and we lose every game. So, I mean, pick <laughs> a poison, I guess. By the way, wait, are you talking about the Bears or the Cardinals? Right? Bears, Bears. Bears. I, w- I do want to say, Chev, I saw this article. I have to try to find it again. Somebody oh, wrote no. that Colt McCoy needs to stay the Cardinals starting quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why like, not? Wow. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Cole McCoy, man, Texas brand, man, screw those guys. Yeah, him and Sam Ellinger can ride off into the sunset together. But I'll tell you what, one thing that can always lower your blood pressure is if you know how to acquire a league-winning wide receiver. That's what we are going to be talking about tonight. How can you pull together some wins, bring home the ship? You do it in the wide receiver position. That's how Nate likes to build teams, right, around the wide receiver? I sure do damn straight he does and that's why we're going to start with him because he loves going first and i know he does love talking about wide receivers so nate i also do have one request can we get the raven's lamp on that bookshelf behind you at some point i will okay perfect that's what i want to see the raven's lamp so nate why don't you lead us off who is your first league winning wide receiver trade target league winning wide receiver Wide receiver trade target number one. That's a tough one. Yeah, Bob's going to cut that one out for me. Um, it's going to be Christian Kirk. I'm not on audio, though, just so you know. It's staying in. It's staying in for the podcast. My league-winning wide receiver target, Christian Kirk. I've been talking about this guy all offseason as someone you got to go acquire. You know, going to the Jaguars, money talks. We've seen the money not talk before, but there was a reason he set the market. Teams knew that Christian Kirk was not really being used completely to his strengths with the Arizona Cardinals. This is a guy who was being used as a deep threat with the Cardinals. And now with the Jaguars is sixth in the entire NFL with slot snaps. 
and he's being given volume and he is producing. Uh, Christian Kirk so far is the wide receiver seven on the season. And you could have acquired him last year, you know, quite cheaply any point in the season or in the off season. Now he's a bit more expensive, but we'll get there. It's not too bad. Don't worry. Um, so like I said, being used a lot, eighth most in the NFL with targets with 82. And that just goes up. His target share just goes up in the red zone. He's actually got the fourth most red zone targets in the NFL with 14 and has seven touchdowns with those targets. So he's, you know, you wouldn't think of Christian Kirk being the big red zone threat, but this year he is being the red zone threat for uh, T-Law and the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are using him. They're making him like the, one of the main focal points of their offense. And, they, you know, he had a bit of a slide, uh, you know, about week four, five, six, seven. You know, he a little bit of a slide. His team started to try to figure out how to defend the Jaguars. But they look to be rolling again. They're back in rhythm. And Christian Kirk is going to continue to do what he's been doing all season. You know, he doesn't have any competition that's been added to the team, doesn't have any young players behind him that are stepping up. Christian Kirk is the guy there, and he will continue to be the guy there. So you're getting a wide receiver one right now for a second round pick, you know, okay. and you don't get that often. Um, you don't get that opportunity very often. And Christian Kirk continues to be um, underappreciated, uh, kind of like another wide receiver we might be talking about later. I love it. Christian Kirk, I tried to get him as many times as I could. I, I believe I said I was on the Christian Kirk bandwagon too. I said to buy him. I was able to successfully get him for a second round pick too. He's been huge for my team. Um, so love where your head's at there. So let's move on. The wide receiver that I'm targeting is Seattle Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf. Do you remember back in the day when everyone's like, he's going to be trash without Russell Wilson? As it turns out, the correct answer is Russell Wilson's going to be trash without DK Metcalf. Yep. We thought it was going to be the other way around. Hats off to Geno Smith. Like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him play this good. Seattle Seahawks are in every single game that he's starting. Kudos to you, Geno. This might be a situation where this could be his job for a couple years. So hopefully you got some Geno Smith in the offseason. I did. I did a couple startups where I punted the quarterback position in Superflex, so I have him in a few spots. I'm actually kind of happy about it, too, because that means I don't have to start Marcus Mariota. So it makes me happy. But, uh, look, exactly. not much of a drop-off between Russ and uh, and Geno, like I was talking about. DK's been doing pretty damn good out there. He's getting a great amount of targets. He's averaging 7.7 .7 targets per game now. There was one game where he only had two targets. That was against the Chargers, but still set almost eight targets a game. Sign me up for that. He's currently ranked lower seasonally than his teammate, Tyler Lockett, wide receiver 14 versus wide receiver 10, but he's only 24. Keep that in mind. He's a 24 year old wide receiver. This is not a short term rental at all. Neither is Christian Kirk for that matter. Actually looking at this, this list we got here, None of these guys are, really. DK Metcalf can be on your team. You could realistically have this dude for another six years on your team. So you mm -hmm. want to acquire him now. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't have to unload him after the season. Again, if you try to get Tyler Lockett 30, you might want to look to move him. DK, mm -hmm. you keep him, you hold him, hang on to him, put him in your starting lineup. He's good for at least 900 yards and seven touchdowns a season. That was his <laughs> lowest season. That was his rookie year. You know he's going to – that like – that's a really comfortable baseline. Like, I know this dude's going to get almost a thousand yards and seven touchdowns. Sign me up for that. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about some trades. So, Debo Samuel for DK Metcalf and a 23 second. 
DK Metcalf. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like it. I don't hate that at all. I mean, throwing uh, CMC into that San Francisco offense, I mean, there's going to be a lot of different avenues to how they can go about a game now. So it doesn't have to be true. the Debo show. I think what happened was they didn't want to have to pay him his rushing uh, benefits if he got over a certain percentage. So that could be it. I'm just saying. There we go. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, DK for a 23 first and a 24 second. 23 first and a 24 second? Yes. I think that's about his, his value. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's his max close. value. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At the moment. DK Metcalf for DeAndre Swift. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in both yeah, these mean, guys are supposed to be number one at their positions. That was yeah, a great fast. time. Yeah. The difference is, though, Chev, I will say DK Metcalf at least showed that he has the potential to be oh, yeah. that. He was just mm-hmm. limited by Seattle's offense, I think. And whereas DeAndre Swift showed, I just can't stay healthy. Yep. So I'm yep. glad they make it. I'm definitely moving DeAndre Swift for DK Metcalf again. Um, DK Metcalf for Brian Robinson and Drake London. It has to be the Drake London sign. You're not allowed to hate Drake London. <laughs> <laughs> he finds a way to make it on the show sheet every he week. Every time. He finds I think a he's way. looking for it. Here's the deal. I still want DK Metcalf. Sorry. Sorry, I don't want Drake London in this circumstance. You can find another Brian Robinson easily. DK Metcalf, I think, is going to be in a steadier offense than the Atlanta Falcons. DK Metcalf is the number one receiving option in his offense. Drake London is not. Kyle Pitts, all they need is a coach and quarterback that figures that out. Boom. (laughs) That is that. So that's why I'm buying DK Metcalf. You should do it too. Chev, let's move on to you, another young wide receiver. Who are you acquiring to bring home that championship? Yeah, before I say it, I am shocked. Seattle has a wide receiver 14 and a wide receiver 10 on the same team this season. With if you would have told me that quarterback, if you would have told me that this season that was gonna happen, I would not have believed you. So, like you said, Geno Smith props to you, my man. The guy I'm going with is Chris Godwin, somebody that was a hot take for me last season to take the number one spot on his team. And at wide receiver, and I think he 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 produced pretty well last season. But Chris Godwin's a guy that tore his ACL last season, no good. But now we're we're moving along this season where we're going in past week ten, and he's looked solid. He's gotten a lot of targets. I mean, he's gotten over ten targets in four of the last five games. He's a guy that's starting to pick up steam. He's a team. He's on a team that is throwing the ball at a clip of forty two times a game. That is only going to be good for him. I mean, Tom Brady has not thrown the touchdowns. He's had an offseason, but he's thrown the ball so much. He's number two in receiving yards. That's a good thing for Chris Godwin, folks. He is a guy that you should go acquire. He's a wide receiver three at the moment. So people are thinking, man, Chris Godwin has really fallen off. No, he hasn't. He just has not had the touchdown productions. He's been killing it the last five games. He's a guy that has six or seven catches in the last seven or eight games that he's played in. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to pick up and get a lot of steam moving into the playoffs. Lenny's gone. Now we have Tom Brady that's going to have to continue to throw the ball more and more. Mike Evans is sometimes injured and banged up. But Chris Godwin is going to be a guy that in the middle of the field, when you need him, Tom Brady's going to give it to him. And that is who I want on my team. You can go acquire him for three thirds. Apparently, is what I saw traded. <laughs> <laughs> Dynasty nurse See, today. Teammate, 
<laughs> third round that they do matter. Those third round picks, man. If you acquired those, good for you. One you got them in his throw-ins. Now you can go get Chris Godwin. I also saw another one for Jamison Williams, which I love Jamison Williams. I think when he comes back, he's going to be an absolute dog. But if you're trying to win now, I think Chris Godwin is a guy that you can go get for him. I still love Jamison Williams, though. Don't get that twisted. But it's looking like a first would have to be what you trade to get him at this point. And if it's a late first, you're contending, you're going for the ship, this is a guy I would put my money on. And this is a guy I'm going to go try to acquire uh, in, in the last week of my trade deadlines, which is this week. If you have trade deadlines, I don't think it's a bad thing, but you can also not have trade deadlines. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But uh, in a league with a bunch of newbies, you have to trade deadlines because people get stupid. I think it's fun. It's also not fun. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm up for whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It depends. Changed my strategy, but I'm good with both. Chef, I put another couple trades on here too. Oh shoot! Uh, Chris Godwin in a 23 first for Jonathan Taylor. Oh man, JT, man, give me JT. I think JT's still the move there. Sadly, uh-huh. Chris Godwin and Devonta Smith for J.K. Dobbins and Michael Pittman. Yep, fire me up some Chris Godwin, man, and Devonta oh, Smith. Man. Yeah, I just you know you, you got to think about it like Devonta Smith's guy. Depending on the Eagles, well, what they're doing, he could go off. J.K. Dobbins hurt. Michael Pittman has Matt Ryan throwing him the ball, so I'm going to take the Chris Godwin and Devonta Smith side. I um, want J.K. Dobbins to get healthy more than anybody, maybe even more than Nate, because I own him in like every single league. <laughs> so J.K. Dobbins, if you're listening, my prayers are with you, brother. Fight through this. Yeah, Come on, we need yeah. you. Also, if you are listening, J.K. Dobbins, if you could retweet our stuff every once in a while. <laughs> We talk about you, but Please. I Maybe I can get Zane Gonzalez to get a tweeted here. We'll see. There you go. Yeah. Let's, Zane, let's good old that. Zane. Zane you know what? That would not stink. But if something did, you could clean it up a bit and learn about our fresh new sponsor, Dr. Squatch. What is Dr. Squatch? Glad you asked. Dr. Squatch develops natural, high performance personal care products like bar soap, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, and even beard oils. They only feature manly scents with only the finest ingredients that Mother Nature has to offer all while avoiding the harmful ingredients often used by traditional brands. It's the shit that drives you out, gentlemen. Our skin matters too, not just lady skin. And I would know, I just finished watching Dahmer. Dr. Squatch is dedicated to male-specific formulations that directly addresses the personal care demands men like you and me everywhere. Dr. Squatch offers a wide variety of bundles that will cater to your specific needs, as well as a subscription service, so you'll never have to remember to order more before you run out. Guys, we're stupid, Okay. We, we know this. We forget everything. Yes, Pork, I said it. Get the subscription. Get on it. Because with Dr. Squatch, satisfaction is guaranteed. And if this isn't the best natural product you've ever used, it is on Chev, maybe. Now it's on Dr. Squatch. So don't drop the soap. Take care of yourself for once and smell great doing it. Try Dr. Squatch today. And if you're new to Dr. Squatch, save 10% off orders of $20 or more on your first purchase when you use the promo code. Links are all down in the description. Do it up. Hands are dried out. Was flurrying and mixed weather here today in PA, so you know our skin's gonna start get ready, getting ready, guys. Our skin matters too. Take care of yourself this winter. You know, a lot of us are blue collar guys out there. Our hands get beat up. Take care of yourself. You deserve it too. Save some money while doing it. Yes, pork. Your skin matters too. Okay, <laughs> we know. your beautiful, beautiful skin. So let's move on. And speaking of Phil. Hi, who are you trying to acquire? What, 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 what um, was that? 
Well, I don't know. I thought he was talking to Nate. Scrub bet. Scrub, scrub. Scrub bet is after this. Scrub, man. Okay. That's right. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm still working on this. Scrub bet of the week brought to you by Dr. Squatch because while the player stinks, you don't have to. So there you go. Last week's scrub bet. Adult. Okay. Sean is supposed to have. Zach Pascal. Oh, no. Over under three points. I think we all said over three points. We all said over three points. Does anyone know how many? I'm going to say how two many... points. If you got points for blocking, Zach Pascal will be one of the best wide receivers <laughs> on the planet. Anyone know Zach Pascal's stat line the other night? He is the Quintess. One for 10. Eagles. One for 10. That's two fantasy points. Two. That is under Boys, three fantasy enough. points. Sorry, everyone. Is it wide receiver premium? No. First down? Just, first, first, down. down. Oh, first down, right. I don't know if he even got a first down. Dang Who knows? It. Could have been on second and 15. I don't know. Yeah. You he wasn't paying attention when Zach Pascal called the ball, let me be honest. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot who it was this week, to be honest. I thought I was hoping it was Quez Watkins, but it wasn't. Nate, I just want you to know, you don't get in second and 15s when you have an MVP caliber candidate, a quarterback. Anyway, uh, what is your scrub <laughs> week? Well, does anyone know who's playing this Monday night? Yes. Oh, who is it? It is the San Francisco 49ers playing the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, boy. Ooh, Ooh, the Cardinals, man. Trace McSorley. You know I had to grab the the scrubby player off the Cardinals for Mm. for Chev over here. And it's it's a player we all know very well. We love. We've loved for a very long time. But all good things must come to an end. And sometimes things end with being a scrub. So, AJ Green, please come down. He <laughs> had a touchdown last week. He did have a touchdown last week. You know what happened in the three games before that? Zero points every Nothing. single game. But he saw 44% snap count last week, saw two targets, two receptions, had a touchdown, nine fantasy points. This week, over under three and a half fantasy points. You know, Just, why did the Cardinals stray for Robbie Anderson? Right. You know, I honestly don't get it. You know what, Chev? It's funny because there's a league where I plucked them up off the waiver wire and needed somebody, and I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, why? Remember a couple years ago when he was with the Jets, and I think Josh McCown was the quarterback, and everyone thought the side this guy in the ceiling's the limit for Robbie Anderson. Well, joke's on us because it was not. <laughs> um, great question. Give me the under on AJ Green, though. Yeah, I'm taking the under on A.J. Green, too. I watched this man's controller die on a play last season against the Green Bay <laughs> Packers, so I'm going to have to not take the oh, over shoot. on this guy, man. That that really – it left a mark on me, and I'm, I'm still haunted to this day. <laughs> I was about to take the over until you brought up the controller dying. So yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> Never know where the batteries are at, man. All right, what if I move the over-under to two and a half? Anyone taking the over? No. I will take the over at that point. I'll, I'll, I'll I will be the man to step up. Even though I'm going to make sure this man's batteries are charged and Kyler's going to have the headset on. So, oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure Kyler will. So you know that new Call of Duty is pretty fun. We'll be ready. AJ Green, give me two and a half, brother. Two All right, I'm going to go under. <laughs> yeah. I want the, I want the under. Just leave me alone, and just AJ Green, go away. This one's in Mexico, by the way. Oh, I'm taking now the I over. just feel bad for Mexico. Oh, they have to see AJ Green. 
I'll take the over with Chev, and you guys can take the under. All right. Mike, we're taking the under. If, if AJ Green gets two and a half points, I will make him my profile picture for the rest of the NFL season. How about that? That is a deal. Sure. Yeah. If AJ Green gets over two and a half points, I will fist fight Nate Gary. <laughs> you can do that anyway. I'm about I'll say, do that. It doesn't matter. I'll do that if AJ Green puts on an Arizona Cardinals uniform this weekend. <laughs> what a steal. <laughs> No, just for everyone out there, notice how I did not say I would win. I would just say that I would willingly do it. First it was Joe Mixon, now Nate Gary. Oh, well, I've forgiven him because I don't even remember why I was mad at him, to be honest with you. But I will never forget why I was mad at Nate Gary facing the wrong way. You piece of shit. Speaking of people who are actually good at football, Pork, what is a wide receiver that you are attempting to acquire right now to bring it home? All right, so the wide receiver I'm attempting to acquire at this point will be Amon Ross St. Brown for the Lions for one particular reason. What other receivers are on this team? So I happen to look at the roster, right? There's a couple guys I'm not even going to mention. He's not playing. Quintez Cephas is hurt. DJ Chark is hurt. You got Khalif Raymond, and you know I don't want to bring up Josh Reynolds for for obvious reasons. You just did. From my past pain. But there's nobody else really there on that team. Um, and Jim for Mitchell. that, his PPR upside is through the roof with no more Hawkinson. Um, we all know Hawkinson got traded to the Vikings. Um, so at, at that point, it's it's the Amon-Ra. Uh, whenever Swift is uh, available, uh, he can catch passes. And there's Jamal Williams. There's not, nobody else really available on that team that's really going to be taking targets. Um, I'm a Ross A. Brown at this point. He's number two in target rate um, in the NFL, 34.7. And his target show, he's 13. Um, and the one thing that I did see um, with the advanced metrics is that he's eighth in um, accuracy rate, which is really good because most of his passes are going across. Um, so Jared Goff is looking at Dink and Dunk and to have Amon Ra. Uh, do a lot of the stuff on his own, and we see that he's very uh, he's very elusive when he gets the ball in his hand. So that you know, with the combination of nobody else being able to receive the ball in the team, and him having just the the, the talent that he has, um, this is a guy who's going to uh, take off for the second half of the season. Um, the trades that we have here: Amara St. Brown, Joe Burrow for Cooper Cup. Um, if you're trying to win now, obviously we don't really don't know what's going on with Cooper Cup at this point. I know his ankle's all jacked High up. High ankle sprain. Yeah, that's not it's good. So he's going to be out for a few weeks. Ankles are optional. Um, so I would take <laughs> ankles are optional. I would take that. Uh, I would take that package there in that case. Um, I'm around St. Brown for Javante. Obviously, that's another uh, instance to where if you want to win now, and you need a receiver and you're stacked at, at running back on your roster, you can take the Amon Ross St. Brown right there as well. Uh, Amon Ra for Curtis Samuel and Amari Cooper. Um, I'm probably taking the Amon Ross out there as well. Um, Curtis Samuel, you know, he's one of those gadget guys. You don't this, He's a guy that's getting manufactured targets. Um, and I know Amari Cooper is going to have Deshaun uh, coming back next week. But we Come really back. do we really know if they have that camaraderie yet? I'm not really sure. Um, so at, at, at this pace, um, I'm gonna take the Amon Ross side there as well. 
uh, Amon Ra for David Montgomery and Rashad Bateman. Why are you give me all these Rashad Bateman treats? <laughs> Doing it for um, Nate, really, because I want to see what he says. <laughs> mm. How about David uh, Montgomery, though? Yeah, yeah, I like the David Montgomery. I saw that there. Um, I don't know. David, is, he got outplayed by Khalil Herbert. I don't, I don't think I, I really want to uh, a part of that. Um, I'm not really the biggest Rashad Bateman fan. You guys know that, but uh, I, I think I might take Amon Ra there as well. What if it was David Montgomery and Van Jefferson? <laughs> Still Amon mm. Ra. Mm. Um, I touched I like on this last week. Fan. All right, hold yeah, on. Wait. This is for pork only. Okay. Amon Ra St. Brown or George Pickens? I'm taking George. Still, really, yes, I should have known those. Okay, now for the battle royale George Pickens or Van Jefferson? You always ask this question, and I know it's George. Need to know, and it's George Pickens. It's it's definitely George Pickens, but the the Van Jefferson thing kind of intrigues me that you do bring that up because Cooper Cup is out, and there is Allen Robinson, and Van is now the two. On that team, so or is he, he is the one? Some he might be the one right now, dude. Let's. let's <laughs> he might be the one. Like, so he's okay. going. He's going to get some deep targets. Um, let, whenever Stafford gets his stuff fixed, I, I want an, an answer for this real quick. We want to wrap this up soon. Who's been more useless this season, Allen Robinson or Keenan Allen? Because Brian <sighs> Robinson definitely freaking died and came I mean, back. Yeah, at least Allen Robinson's out there taking up some coverage. Jeez, I know. Like, what? What the hell's going on with that? Like, was yeah. he month to month? I, I don't know. Like, a hamstring. At this point, yeah, yeah. Keenan, my oh, legs my hurt. Really, he he hurt really whenever the eye. You're like, dude, that's the time you get healthy, not the time you re-injure it. Exactly. And then you come back for a game. You play one half, and it was like, yeah, I don't have, I can't explode off of it. Then you shouldn't have freaking played. You got a bye week the next week. Yeah, I, I, that's. I don't. Andrews didn't play. Smart yeah. man. Yeah, and now he's got a whole buy. Uh, he had a whole. Buy. He had like a whole like three weeks to get healthy. Love it, genius. Yeah. Genius. Got Gus, Edwards. Gus Edwards, get ready. He's gonna come back, and he's gonna be a good end of season running back. Good. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's gonna be a good end of podcast wide receiver to acquire is whoever Nate tells us about last. Nate, what do you got for us? What wide receiver are you looking to acquire to bring it home? Another underappreciated wide receiver year in and year out. And I'm talking Mm -hmm. about Tyler Boyd on the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, this is a guy who in 2018 was the top 24 wide receiver in 2019 was a top 30 wide receiver in fantasy points per game. And in the season since when you've had T Higgins and Jamar Chase there, he's still been, you know, like a wide, a solid wide receiver three, uh, throughout the season this is a guy that constantly is getting fantasy points and he's just continuing to be underappreciated by everyone because he is the wide receiver three for that offense but don't you remember a couple years ago when we had the rams and it was brandon cooks it was robert woods and it was cooper cup right the three of them it didn't matter who you had you were going to score fantasy points and with the Bengals, oftentimes it is the same thing uh tyler boyd is now going to be seeing even more volume because of Jamar Chase's injury. And I think that is something you got to buy into for the rest of the season because it's going to give you value there. And then this is a guy that you don't have to get rid of after this season because Tyler Boyd is going to continue to be fantasy relevant for seasons to come. And the number one reason is Joe Burrow is a great quarterback 
and therefore the Bengals run a ton of 11 personnel. Despite Tyler Boyd, as we know, being the wide receiver three on that offense, he is sixth in the NFL in routes run. He participates on 97% of passing snaps in a route. This is a guy who doesn't matter if he's the wide receiver three, because a lot of times he's out there in wide receiver two sets as the slot receiver. He is always out there running routes. And when you have Joe Burrow as your quarterback, you know, the ceiling is always there. Now he steps into the wide receiver two role. This is a guy that, you know, you can acquire for a second round pick. We have to go after him. He is also seventh in the NFL with 11 yards per target. Part of this reason is he catches just about everything that comes his way. He doesn't have a single drop this entire season. He is safe. He is secure. Joe Burrow loves throwing to Tyler Boyd. You should love getting Tyler Boyd's fantasy points on your flex spot because he's going to be one of the better flexes you can put up. And he has that week-to-week variability where he can give you a week of 30 points where you win because of Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. So he's going out there and he's grabbing him uh, some Tyler Boyd. I love it. Love where your head's at there, everybody. And let's wrap it up. So, hey, if you're ready for some best ball pickums and rivals, use the promo code Rewind on Underdog Fantasy and get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. If you're headed to a game, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code Dynasty Rewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. So, have that first stadium beer on us with your savings or buy a foam thing or whatever you want to do. We want you to be a part of the best community in fantasy football. Become a rewinder today and get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. Now offering a 10% discount on yearly memberships. You're getting over a month free. It's like six weeks free to do yearly membership. It is well worth it. Get in the Discord. We hope to see you there. So until next time, everybody, for Nate, for Pork, for Chef, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening.